The Science of Fasting For most animals out in the wild, periods of feast and famine are the norm. Our remote ancestors did not often eat four or five meals a day. Instead, they would kill, gorge, lie around, and then have to go for long periods of time without having anything to eat. Our bodies and our genes were forged in an environment of scarcity, punctuated by the occasional massive blowout. These days, of course, things are very different. We eat all the time. Fasting, the voluntary abstaining from eating food or certain types of food, is seen as a rather eccentric, not to mention unhealthy, thing to do. Most of us expect to eat at least three meals a day and have substantial snacks in between. In addition to the meals and the snacks, we also graze. A milky cappuccino here, the odd biscuit there, or maybe a smoothie because it's healthier. Once upon a time, parents told their children not to eat between meals. Those times are long gone. Recent research in the US, which compared the eating habits of 28,000 children and 36,000 adults over the last 30 years, found that the amount of time spent between what the researchers coyly described as eating occasions has fallen by an average of an hour. In other words, over the last few decades, the amount of time we spend not eating has dropped dramatically. In the 1970s, people like my mother would go around four and a half hours between meals. Now it's down to three and a half hours for adults and three hours for children. And that doesn't include all the drinks and nibbles. The idea that eating little and often is a good thing has partly been driven by snack manufacturers and by faddish diet books, but it has also had support from the medical establishment. Their argument is it is better to eat lots of small meals because that way we are less likely to get hungry and gorge on high-fat junk. Now, I can appreciate the argument, and there have been some studies that suggest there are some health benefits to eating small meals regularly, as long as you don't simply end up eating more. Unfortunately, in the real world, that is exactly what happens. In the study I quoted above, they found that, compared to 30 years ago, we not only eat around 180 calories a day more in snacks, much of it in the form of milky and fizzy drinks and smoothies. But we also eat more when it comes to our regular meals, up by an average of 120 calories a day. In other words, snacking doesn't seem to mean we eat less at mealtimes. It just whets the appetite. Eating throughout the day is now so normal, so much the expected thing to do, 
that it is almost shocking to suggest there is value in doing the absolute opposite. When I first started fasting, I discovered some unexpected things about myself, my attitudes to food, and about my beliefs. I discovered I often eat when I don't need to. I do it because the food is there, because I am afraid I will get hungry later, or simply from habit. I assumed that when you get hungry, it builds and builds until it becomes intolerable and you bury your face in a vat of ice cream. I found instead that hunger passes, and once you have been really hungry, you no longer fear it. I thought.